Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Mary, Queen of Peace Parish as we celebrate the fourth Sunday of Advent. A special welcome is extended to those who are visiting with us today and to anyone returning home to our parish community. You are always welcome here. There is just one announcement, and that is John Volet will be selling pierogies in the vestibule after Mass for $10 a dozen. He'll be waiting to see you out there. Assisting us today as our lectors are Joe Colia and Mark Sampogna. Our altar server is Paul Kufta. I am your cantor, Christine Jordanoff. Our organist is Therese Locke. And our celebrant is Father Peter, assisted by Deacon Frank. Let us all now stand, if you are able, for the entrance procession and join with each other in singing our opening hymn, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, number 395. Good evening. Dear brothers and sisters, we are gathered in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Lord be with you. Dear friends, uh, before we start the Mass, I have two uh, requests to make. First, about two weeks ago, we lost Father Tony Gagota. Father Tony Gagota was a priest of this diocese, and he was working with me at the jail, the county jail downtown. So I lost a, a workmate. He had just been reassigned from the jail to the parish, but for about two years, I was working with him down there. So I pray that you include him in your prayers. Likewise, this past week, we lost another priest. He wasn't a priest of this diocese of Pittsburgh. He was a priest of a different congregation. His name was Father Ed, meaning Edward. Father Ed Wagner. He too was working at the jail. When I was assigned at the jail, I found him working there already. He was much older than I, <laughs> so he had been there for a long time. He wasn't working with the chaplains there. Instead, he was working with the caseworker department. So he was involved in the caseworker's staff. But he too 
died this past week. He was found just dead in his house. How did he die? We don't yet know. Maybe we'll, we'll know, maybe not. But he too is dead. I pray that you include him in your prayers starting today. The second request that I have for us is about this thing, the, the mask. A friend of mine sent me uh, a message, actually a YouTube link, uh, this morning from Germany. And he was telling me about how the, the COVID virus has surged in China and that uh, the health system is once again in Beijing, the capital, is once again beginning to be overwhelmed. I was, I was so surprised, almost shocked. And I said to myself, I let people know today that as we go into the celebrative mood of Christmas, we ought to, to be cautious. This is not China, of course, but, <laughs> but the virus is a virus. So, as we go out to celebrate uh, the holidays with our family and friends, uh, I pray that we engage our caution depending on where we are and with whom we are. Those are the two requests I wanted to make before the match started. Thanks. Let's now acknowledge our sinfulness before our God and before one another, praying for mercy and forgiveness. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, 
forgive us our sins and lead us to life everlasting. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Pour forth, we beseech you, O Lord, your grace into our heart, that we, to whom the incarnation of Christ, your Son, was made known by the message of an angel, may by his passion and cross be brought to the glory of the resurrection, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. The Lord spoke to Ahaz, saying, Ask for a sign from the Lord your God. Let it be deep as the netherworld, or high as the sky. But Ahaz answered, I will not ask. I will not tempt the Lord. Then Isaiah said, Listen, O house of David, is it not enough for you to weary people? Must you also weary my God? Therefore, the Lord himself will give you this sign. The virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall name him Emmanuel. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let the Lord and 
a reading from the beginning of the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Paul, a slave of Christ Jesus, called to be an apostle and set apart for the gospel of God, which he promised previously through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures. The gospel about his son descended from David according to the flesh, but established as son of God in power according to the spirit of holiness through the resurrection from the dead. Jesus Christ, our Lord. Through him, we have received the grace of apostleship to bring about the obedience of faith for the sake of his name among all the Gentiles, among whom are you also who are called to belong to Jesus Christ. To all the beloved of God in Rome called to be holy, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord. This is how the birth of Jesus came about. When his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found with child through the Holy Spirit. Joseph, her husband, since he was a righteous man, yet unwilling to expose her to shame, decided to voice her quietly. Such was his intention when, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife, into your home, for it is through the Holy Spirit that this child has been conceived in her. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke, he did as the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took his wife into his home. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So in today's gospel, we hear about the birth of Jesus, usually a week prior.
prior to Christmas. But in Matthew's gospel, that's basically all there is about the birth of Jesus, compared to St. Luke when he has that nice imagery of the nativity set and the shepherds and the angels singing glory to God in the highest. We'll hear that next week at Christmas. But for this, if we, all we heard was Matthew's gospel about the birth of Jesus, Hallmark would have nothing to write on, really. But yet we hear about the birth of Jesus. But more often, more mostly, that we hear about St. Joseph and what he really had to go through. You figure back in the time of Mary and Joseph, the way weddings were kind of set up is that they would become betrothed, which means they were basically married, but they did not live together. And that happened for a whole year until they actually moved in and went on with their lives as a married couple. So Mary found out that she was to conceive a child, and Joseph, being a righteous man, wanted to do the right thing. And the first thing he thought of was, I'll just divorce her quietly, and this will all pass. But him being a righteous man, he had to trust in what he heard from God in a dream, to trust in God to do what was right of his will, not Joseph's will. And trust went a long way. And we know that in our own lives, trusting people takes time. We trust in our children as they grow up to do the things that they can do without the parents being around. We trust in our friends and our relatives and so forth that they will always be there for us. But we know that doesn't always happen. Trust breaks down. It breaks down families, it breaks down friendships, and sometimes they never mend. But our trust in the Lord was, must never falter. We must always trust no matter what we do, but to trust in the Lord, we must have that relationship with Jesus, with God, always in our lives, no matter what we do in our lives. And all the decisions that we make in our lives, God must be in the center of that decision to trust in him, to make sure that those decisions that we make, he's included in those. Whether it's going out with a new boyfriend or girlfriend, getting married, having children, and so forth, is God in the midst in all that we do. In Matthew's gospel, we hear that he's called Emmanuel. God is with us. And we must always remember he is. God is always with us no matter what we do in our lives. When we wake up in the morning, he is there. When we go to sleep, he's there. No matter if we go to work, he is always there with us, waiting and walking with us through our trials and tribulations to the joys and sunshine of our lives. But God is with us. Joseph had to understand that to decide to say, well, I'm not going to divorce Mary. I'm going to take her as my wife and trust in the Lord that what he had heard, that through the Holy Spirit, Mary is going to conceive a son and they will call him Jesus. That's a lot to take on, especially at the very last moment when he had all traveled from Nazareth down to Bethlehem. It's not a short ride, especially if you're riding on donkey. And we all know those who have had children, even just walking from one room to the other when you're pregnant and you're just walking around, that's not an easy task. Imagine driving on a donkey 90 miles. That'd be rough. But even in that journey, they continued to trust in God that will get them through no matter what was presented to them. Again, God is with us. If we really think about it, He's always with us, even here in the tabernacle, and within a few minutes he will reside here, right on this altar. God will be here. And we are to celebrate that, to cherish it, and carry him always within our lives. But no matter where we go and what we do, the last thing in your mind should always be, God is with me. He will help me, he will guide me, in all my decisions, 
and get me through this life so we can go on to eternal life. I believe in God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God, true to God, the God not made, can substantial the Father. Through him all things were made, for us men and for us salvation. He came down from heaven and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He'll come again in glory to judge the living and the dead and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. We now present some of our needs to our Father, confident that he'll hear us. Our response this evening is, Come, Lord Jesus. For wisdom and joy for Pope Francis, all bishops and pastors, and all who minister in the church, we pray. Come, Lord Jesus. In the words of Pope Francis, Mary, Queen of Peace, comfort the martyred Ukrainian people to obtain from the heads of nations the strength of will to immediately bring the war to an end. We pray. Come, Lord Jesus. For our Jewish friends and neighbors, as, be as they begin their celebration of Hanukkah, that they may experience an increase in hope, safety, and joy. We pray. Come, Lord Jesus. For all those in our prayer request list in the bulletin, that their pain and suffering be eased by our prayers, we pray. Come, Lord Jesus. We go forth for care and respect for all life, from womb to tomb, we pray. Come, Lord Jesus. For all those who have died in our parish community, especially Albert Bernellis, may they be welcome into God's kingdom. We pray. Come, Lord Jesus. We remember today Francis Simonia and all the intentions present on the altar, along with those we hold in the silence of our hearts. We pray. Come, Lord Jesus. And calling on the loving intercession of our patron and mother, we pray. Hail Mary. Hail Mary, for of grace, the, the Lord is with thee. you. Blessed are thou amongst women, and blessed the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Mary, Queen of Peace, pray for us. Our song for the presentation of the gifts is number 414, The King Shall Come When Morning Dawns. Oh. 
Pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and good of all his holy church. May the Holy Spirit, O Lord, sanctify this gift laid upon your altar, just as he filled with his power the womb of the Blessed Virgin Mary. We make this prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just. Our duty and our salvation. Always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and eternal God. Through Christ our Lord. For all the oracles of the prophets foretold him, the virgin mother longed for him with love beyond all telling. John the Baptist sang of his coming and proclaimed his presence when he came. It's by his gift that already rejoice at the mystery of his nativity so that he may find us watchful in prayer and exultant in his praise. And so, with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we acclaim. Oh, 
You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your spirit upon them like the dew fall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly in his passion, he took bread and giving thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. As we celebrate the memory of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly, we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, David, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your faith. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with St. Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unit of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. We now pray to the Father, using the words our Lord and Savior taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our day of bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, 
we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For, For the, the kingdom, kingdom the, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us offer each other some sign of Christ's peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. For those who are worshiping with us via live stream, we offer this act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are in the blessed sacrament. I love you above all things and I long for you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart as though you have already come. I embrace you and unite myself entirely to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. Our song for communion is number 416, A Voice Cries Out.
Eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord, and may perpetual light shine upon them. May their souls rest in peace. Amen. Let us pray. Having received this pledge of eternal redemption, we pray, Almighty God, that as the feast day of our salvation draws ever nearer, so we may press forward all the more eagerly to the worthy celebration of the mystery of your son's nativity, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Mass is ended. Go in peace. Glorify the Lord by your life. Thanks, Thanks be to God. Our closing hymn is number 401, O Come Divine Messiah. We'll sing two verses.